Hi, my name is Jessica Cook and welcome to my podcast. My mission is to empower women over 40 to transform their lives through fitness. I've made this podcast so I can share with you my tips, tools and strategies I use on myself and my clients to get you feeling fit and healthy, feeling great in your clothes with so much energy and positivity back in your life, no matter what your age. Head over to jessicacook.ie and you'll find lots of free stuff to get you started on your journey. Hi and welcome to today's podcast episode. It is so lovely to be here and it is my favourite way of communication with you guys. I feel like we can just chat deeply and before we get stuck in I just want to say thank you so much for to those of you that are messaging me and letting me know your thoughts on each podcast episode. I appreciate all the feedback so much and it's just wonderful to think of you guys listening. Um, I am so thankful to that. Thank you. So I want to talk to you today about being hard on yourself and how to overcome it, how to get over it so that you can really start to get where you want to go. Um, The reason that I want to talk about this is because it's really important for you to work on this and to fix it if you are currently hard on yourself. If you're currently hard on yourself, you're holding yourself back. That's just an absolute fact. It is really difficult really difficult to get anywhere you want to get um, when it, if, if, if you're being hard on yourself. If you are listening to this now and you are wishing you were more consistent with exercise and you're not, you're eating sugar at the week weeknights and you don't want to be and you can't seem to stop. For some of you, it's that you're really hard on yourself and it's that reason that you are not getting where you want to be. It's not your lack of willpower, your lack of motivation, you being a failure, you having a sugar crave, sugar cravings more than anybody else. It's not. For some of you, it's literally because you're too hard on yourself. And if I can remove that and give you really simple tips on how to stop being hard on yourself, you are going to succeed faster than without having worked on this. And that's my whole goal for you if you're listening in. It's for you to be fit and healthy, to feel really calm and at peace all through your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s and beyond, for you to feel good, for you to feel amazing in your clothes. And I can help you with that. And I want you to do it as quick as possible so you can really enjoy the benefits that all that brings. I want you to know that it's completely possible to feel amazing in your clothes, to feel good, to feel calm and at peace and to have control of your emotions if you start to focus on this kind of stuff. If we let go of calorie counting, of weighing your food, of weighing yourself, if we let go of weighing our food, of doing those weight loss industry slimming things, if we let go of all that stuff and we start to look at our health in a really holistic way, if we start to nourish our f- ourselves because we love each other, or love ourselves, if we work out consistently because we love our bodies, we will get to a place where we're feeling really good most of the time and it just becomes a lifestyle. We can do all this while still enjoying meals out at the weekends and whatever it is that you love to indulge in. You can do all that and still feel really fit and healthy and strong. The first thing that needs to be taken care of is your mindset. If you try, and it might have happened to you in the past, to 
get consistent with exercise, to stop eating sugar and your mindset is wrong, you're not going to get anywhere. Think of yourself as the bottleneck to your progress, that you're only going to get as far as your mindsets allow you to get. If you are a perfectionist, you've got perfectionist tendencies. If you're all or nothing, if you're very negative, if you're very hard on yourself, you're not going to get very far. I learned this the hard way. Literally, I had to hit rock bottom with everything before I learned this. And I learned it the hard way. I learned it through experience. I do remember I had a coach years ago and he told me that I was the bottleneck and he told me that it was my mindset getting in the way. But my mindset was so bad at the time that I didn't really process it and didn't really understand what he meant until I learned the hard way, went through it all, came out the other end and started to really get into personal development. It was only then that I saw my whole life transform and it's 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 transformed and That transformation has accelerated over the past two years and it's that acceleration with the tips and the strategies that I do on myself that I want to share with you. And in this episode, we're going to specifically talk about being hard on yourself. So first of all, I want to tell you how being hard on yourself holds you back. It makes you want to quit. It makes you want to stop continuing with any sort of action steps that you have good intentions with. Think about it. I want you to cast your mind back now and think of any course that you didn't continue with or something new that you tried before that you stopped because you felt you weren't good enough. It in, in my in my 14 plus years of coaching women, it is one of the biggest reasons why women stop their action steps, why, why people that I've met have stopped their action steps. It's not because they're not good at their action steps. It's because they think they're not good at their action steps. And when you're hard on yourself and you have a bad day or you skip a workout or you eat food that you didn't wish you had ate for two days. When you're hard on yourself, you use that as a sign that you're a failure. So you're constantly reaffirming that you fail at action steps that you wanted to do, that you don't do things that you said you were going to do. All those really negative sentences and cliches that we say to ourselves when things aren't going our way, which just leads us to feel like a failure. And when we feel like failures, we want to stop doing what we're doing because that thing makes us feel like a failure. So for some of us, we would prefer to stay in our own shit, to stay in the negative place, to stay where we don't want to stay because it's more comfortable than feeling uncomfortable. Way more. So what we have to do is figure out a way to improve our confidence, improve our self-belief so we can have a little bit more fun and be a little bit more lighthearted when we're following our action steps. And when we do this, when we actually become a little more more lighthearted and we don't take bad days to mean that we're bad, you succeed. You start to succeed. You start to do your action steps regardless of whether they've got, they go well or they don't go so well. You do workouts, bad workouts. You do workouts when you're tired, when you're cranky, when you're not in the mood. You do 20 minute workouts instead of nothing. You eat healthy for the day 
60% rather than 100 or zero. And you start to get that lovely, lovely consistency in your life with all the action steps that you wanted to. Consistency means imperfect action. All or nothing is you put your action steps down on paper, you don't follow it religiously, so you quit, you fail because you think you're a failure. Consistency is all the lovely imperfect stuff that goes with doing stuff every week. Another reason why being so hard on yourself um, is so bad is that if you're hard on your body, if you're constantly calling yourself fat or looking in the mirror at your stomach and saying, oh my God, I feel so bad, I look so bad, workouts are going to be hell because you're already in a really negative mindset. So ways it can impact your workouts are that you're doing squats and you're thinking, oh God, I need these, my my legs are so horrible. Or you're doing sit-ups and you're thinking, God, I need this, my stomach is so bad. Or before a workout, you're like, I'm not in the mood, I hate this, but I have to because I'm so overweight. So you're just turning everything positive into everything negative when you're hard on yourself and you're hard on your body. And it's the same with healthy eating. If you're constantly walking around calling yourself fat, you are going to associate healthy eating with deprivation and restriction and punishment because you're fat. You think you need to have all this restriction and deprivation. Whereas when you are kind to yourself and you love yourself, you actually healthy eating becomes exciting. It it becomes like a really normal thing for you to do. And then you have your treat nights and your nights out and the, the, the times that you indulge. And you're just, you've just flipped it in an instant. You're just thinking of these things in a positive way rather than a negative way. And honestly, you can change right now listening to this episode if you can resonate with this and you are quite negative with workouts and you are quite negative with healthy eating. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait a few weeks or a few days. You can just go, oh, fuck it, Jessica. Yeah, okay. I'll just actually start to think of it positively. And that's what happened to me. It was just a switch and all of a sudden switch when I started to look at things positively. And I promise you, you are chatting to the most negative, negative person that existed out there. I would wake up in the morning super negative. I would be stressed out and anxious because it's the only way I knew. I would look in the mirror and say to myself, you are so ugly and fat. I remember specifically, I was just about to say, and this is just between me and you. (laughs) Um, I remember a really like very down low moment where I felt actually bad for people that had to look at me, that they had to look at my face. That's that's how low I felt about my appearance at one point. Um, I felt just so, so ugly and so horrible and disgusting that I was genuinely in that moment feeling bad for anybody who had to look at me. I, I have I have been through a went through a really dark time. And the reason I'm telling you this is because if, if I can get from that place, that dark place where I was actually thinking bad for the person that was looking at me and I can drag myself up and get to a point where I love myself so much. If you were only half that, you, you only you're not as it's, it didn't go as dark for you as that, then there's you're going you're gonna to get there so much faster and you can decide just now to flip it. I encourage you right now 
to view the stuff that you're doing for yourself, your healthy action steps, your workouts, your healthy eating as a really positive, happy thing. You can feel really low when you're hard on yourself. You can feel consistently low when you're hard on yourself because you're constantly beating and hating on yourself. And I really want you to think of me in uh, being a coach, talking to somebody in a coaching call and telling them that they're so bad, that, that, the, that the fact that they didn't hit their action steps all week long is just so bad, that they should be ashamed of themselves. And I want you to imagine the person I'm chatting to and ask yourself, would she be super motivated that I am being like this or would she just like start to cry and go, yeah, you're right. I am so bad. I can't do this. And just remember that that's you when you're being hard on yourself and things aren't going your way. You may have missed a workout or you've had a week where your food hasn't gone to exact plan. And you start to tell yourself that you're fat and you're negative and you're a failure and you're all these things. That that's you coaching yourself. That That is what you're like as a coach to yourself. Isn't that just absolutely cracked and we most of it I did a poll on my Instagram stories the other day I was so overwhelmed um, by the amount of you that wrote that you're really hard on yourselves I gave you a choice are you are you kind to yourself most of the time or are you negative and thousands of you got back and the majority was that you're hard on yourself Um, Another reason why not to be hard on yourself is that you just get stuck in a cycle of comparing yourself to others. You're you're so in this default mode of thinking you're so bad at stuff that all of a sudden you're so down that everybody around you is elevated and you think everybody is absolutely flying it. And the truth is that's never the case for everybody. We're all human and we're all going through struggles. However, I remember hearing that when I was really down and thinking that was bullshit. What are you talking about? There is not a chance that all these people around me are uh, are human and have struggles should they all have perfect lives and that's the way the mindset can go when you're really hard on yourself your judgment gets clouded you think honestly everybody else is flying it so another reason is that you get stuck in a negative cycle when you're negative on yourself you're more negative and you're just negative and I want you to get the joy and the happiness out of your life I want you to get all the joy all the joy out of your life right now. Joy that we've all missed out on. I've missed out on joy in my 20s, in my 30s. I was too anxious. I was too stressed out at all these problems going on. A lot of it related to trauma that I hadn't healed from. And that's what led me so much to comfort eating and drinking alcohol. Finally, I was able to chat to somebody about it. Finally, I was able to uh, come to terms with some things that had happened for me. And I realise now that I had, I've, I've spent a lot of time feeling low and feeling bad about things. So it's time to make up for lost time. It's time to realise that there's a finite amount of time and that it's not going to go on forever. And now is the time while you're healthy. If you can listen to this podcast episode, you can find more joy in your day. Another reason, you literally go where you don't want to go. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. When you're hard on yourself, you are imagining that things are never going to work out. However, how can things work out if you're really negative on yourself? Yes, there's definitely a slim chance that things will work out. And, but but even, even at that, you'll have gone around it the long, hard, depressing way. Why not, when you're going after your goals, ha- like enjoy 
enjoy your life while you're achieving your goals. Because if you get to your goals, you've wasted all that fucking time not having enjoyed the time. And what are you doing now? Are you going to say to yourself, I will enjoy my life in the future when I am lighter, fitter, trimmer, more successful? So are you literally willing to sacrifice potentially like a year, two years of your life? So you're going to look back and go, when I was this age, oh, I sacrificed that age to achieve a goal that when I achieved it, I realized that it's actually not about the goal. It's about the journey. Another cliche that I used to hear that I used to think was absolute bullshit. Tony Robbins used to say it a lot and I've been to a good few of his events and I always used to think he was completely bullshitting because he was so successful. Easy for fucking him. He's so successful. He owns his own island. Of course he's going to say it's about the journey, not about the goal because he's achieved his goals. However, now I understand that that is so right. It's not about wasting your life to get to a goal, to then set another goal. It's about becoming the person you want to be gradually and slowly and embracing who you are now and having intentions but being able to live in the moment and all of this can only come about when you are kind to yourself. It's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy if you don't achieve your goals. If you have goals and you're hard on yourself and you don't think you're going to get there but you're still going to go for it, you're really scuppering your chances of getting there. You've less motivation you procrastinate more when you're hard on yourself. That's an absolute scientific fact. I can't remember the study of where I read that in, but you do procrastinate more. You, you're, you're more likely to put things off when you're hard on yourself. So let's say you're hard on yourself about your fitness levels and your weight. You are much more likely to put yourself off going for a workout, um, doing exercise when you're hard on yourself. You procrastinate. You absolutely procrastinate. Um, so that's all the reasons why being hard on yourself t- brings you down. And now I want to move o- on to signs that you're being hard on yourself. Although I, I doubt you need this. If you're listening in, I mean, we all know if we're hard on ourselves or not, but I'm just going to give you a couple of symptoms. So number one, you're overwhelmingly disappointed, frustrated and angry when the expectations you've set for yourself aren't met. I'm just going to keep it to fitness and health for a minute. It's on a Monday. You've hit. You've decided that you want to do three workouts, drink two liters of water, eat healthy all week. You get to Friday. You realize you haven't done all that and you are so frustrated and you're so annoyed and you're so angry with yourself. That's a sign you're being too hard on yourself. The second sign is that your internal monologue is really negative. So you're just constantly walking around being really negative. If you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, you call yourself fat. If you happen to look at your stomach or you sit down on a chair, you think your stom- you're, you're just feeling your stomach is horrible. Um, if you are talking to somebody and you're really uncomfortable because you're worried about what they think of you, you're being really hard on yourself. You can be hard on yourself when it comes to your appearance, your intelligence, your action steps, whether or not you were able to not eat sugar that day. You're just constantly stuck in the cycle of negativity in your head. Another symptom is that you begin to question whether or not people like you or not. That's a really big symptom of being hard on yourself. You leave conversations or you leave people wondering if they like you. That is you being hard on yourself. And the final one, the most important one, is you stop taking care of yourself. The really interesting thing is that how you take care of yourself can sometimes reflect what you think of yourself. So how you take care of yourself reflects 
what you think of yourself. And I just think that is the most true thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Because I've chatted about this in other episodes before. I didn't used to take care of myself at all. I won't get into it too much now. Didn't used to take care of myself at all. And, you know, we did another podcast episode recently where I just said simple things like, you know, whacking on your moisturiser, scrubbing your head really viciously in the shower. Maybe like you shave your legs and you cut yourself. You're really fast and rough with yourself when you dry yourself. There's no tenderness. There's no care. You don't work out or eat healthy. And the thoughts of doing that because you actually love yourself and care for yourself, you're just thinking, why would never do it to take care of myself? It's your self-care can be that bad. You can go through levels where you you don't even think that's self-care. And then you start to heal and soothe and, and, and self-regulate and all that sort of stuff. And you realize that you had no self-care. Like you're you're lucky if you brush your hair in the morning time. And you think that that's you. Some of you think that's because you're lazy. You don't care about your appearance. It's not true. It's because you've forgotten or you've never learned even the bare minimum of self-care. Like throwing your hair back, scraping your hair back, throwing on any clothes that you can find, putting yourself last, putting yourself last, rushing around, throwing moisturizer on yourself, putting yourself last putting yourself last like if you think about it if you if you go about your day or you look back on your day and you think that any time it was to do with you you were horrible like brushing your teeth and hurting your gums going so fast 10 seconds going to the toilet not even giving like not even giving it time to go to the toilet and relax being really hard on yourself like it's it's really interesting when you when you look into it really interesting and there's signs that you're not taking care of yourself. And sometimes the signs can be really subtle. Like I mentioned, how do you dry yourself when you're out of the shower? How do you put on your moisturizer? How do you brush your hair? Do you tear your hair down? Do you go gentle? How do you put on your shoes? Are you rushed, irritated with yourself? Or are you slow? How you treat yourself is, is, is out there. Look for it, watch it, observe yourself. It's all there, it's all there. How much respect, how much love, how much tenderness, how much care you have for yourself is all there. And if it's low, you may have gone through a really bad time. You may have gone through trauma, bereavement, something really bad. Or you may have been taught some point along the way that you're not worth it, that you don't deserve it, And you've learned it from somebody else. Interesting things to notice first and foremost. Um, The noticing phase can be a really powerful upsetting phase. So just go easy on yourself. Be kind to yourself. I remember when this stuff all kind of all of a sudden started becoming really clear to me. I was really upset. I was upset for the years that I hadn't been taking care of myself. I was upset that I didn't have this knowledge years ago. Um, So there's a bit of a process to go through, first of all, and you might even feel more upset noticing that you don't take care of yourself. But all of that stuff is okay. You don't want to stay the same. You don't want to you don't want to not know this stuff. You don't want to spend the rest of your life just being really hard on yourself. You can figure this out now. However, just be willing to go down maybe a little bit before you go up. And if you don't go down, that's really cool. 
Um, and you start to expect less of yourself is the last one. That's the worst one. You know, you start to give up, not bother. That's horrific. There's always a reason to keep going and you never know what's around the corner. So never like the second you notice yourself starting to expect less from yourself is the is a time you want to give yourself a really good talking to. Um, Okay, I want to do I've written down here a list of simple, practical action steps to follow for you to become kind and compassionate to yourself, to be less hard on yourself. Some of them you might love. Others you might hate. You might only get one that really resonates with you. However, somebody said to me one time, if you just got one thing from one thing that you listened to or read, you're flying it. That's brilliant. So I hope you find some of these helpful. All I know is what has worked for me and for my clients. Um, number one is to let yourself off the hook. Sounds really simple. However, consciously talking about letting yourself off the hook throughout the week can be really helpful. I'm going to let myself off the hook. It is amazing the power of your words and the power of your body language. Rather than be super stressed out, super anxious, shoulders tight, up around your neck, you feel, oh, here I go, I fucked up again. Hear yourself say that and say, I'm going to let myself off the hook. Sure, I'm only human. Take the whole thing less seriously. That's what I do. Second tip is to understand that when you are working on getting rid of unhealthy habits, that these unhealthy habits are ingrained in you and they have been ingrained in you for a long time. Some of you have unhealthy habits that have helped you get through certain situations and you have needed them to lean on, some of you. If you are working on these unhealthy habits, working on getting rid of them and working on having healthy action steps, understand that this thing takes time. You can't all of a sudden turn around and say, that's it. I've signed up to a program. I'm going to work out and eat healthy. I'm done. It doesn't work like that. You spend the time working on embedding healthy habits while allowing your unhealthy habits to live alongside of you and understand that it takes time. It took me two years of hating alcohol for me to decide to give up alcohol. I didn't stop and start drinking. Um, I, I chose the route of, I hate drinking. I don't want to drink anymore. However, I can't seem to, I'm like a homing pigeon on a Friday night. I can't seem to let 5 p.m. go, 6 p.m. go on a Friday without thinking or getting a cold glass of rosé. That was me. So I spent two years living through those unhealth, that unhealthy habit, not wanting to do it, observing my behavior, allowing myself to drink alcohol while doing all my other healthy habits to finally, after two years, stop drinking alcohol. You, you can be the same with whatever it is that you want to do. You need to allow yourself to do the unhealthy habit until you don't do it anymore, rather than just thinking you've eaten sugar every night after dinner, that all of a sudden, you're a failure because you tried to do it for a week and you fell off the wagon. That's just fucking ridiculous. If you have a habit that you want to get rid of, for example, eating dinner, eating sugar after dinner, you want to get rid of it and you do it most of the time for two weeks and then you just like stop and you binge eat on sugar, you're doing fucking deadly. <laughs> Your intention is still there. You've done two deadly weeks. Like 
Keep up the good work. Happy fucking days. You might wake up even more ingrained the next day after having sugar and go, I feel like shit. And it's that ingraining consistently of what you hate. It's just as powerful as what you love. So keep up the good work and be kind to yourself. So allow yourself, allowing yourself to have the intention of doing something without doing something is sometimes enough. If you're working out and eating healthy most of the time and you haven't quite cracked the making dinner your last meal habit, that's cool. Look at all the other stuff that you are doing. You're exercising, you're drinking water. And if you're on, if you're healthy habits, if there's very few of them and you're just feeling really unhealthy at the moment, stick in that fucking phase until you're ready to change. Because there's nothing worse than changing when you don't want to change and you have to want to change to change. So if you're fully committed to changing, you will change with the right information, guidance, support. However, open out your arms, embrace the struggle, embrace all the stuff that's going to come with that. Um, Okay, my next tip is to every time you say something bad about yourself, disagree, question it and say something lovely. So for example, you might walk past a mirror and go, I am so ugly and old. And then you might go, well, am I? Am I really ugly? Am I really old? And question it. And then think to yourself, I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually really lovely. I am wonderful and I love myself so much. You mightn't fully feel that for the first couple of months, but you will over time train your brain to think the way you want it to think for it for it to become a trained brain, a trained brain, not your default brain. Another tip is to listen to somebody that helps you feel positive for five minutes every day. I mean, we're all primed every day. We listen to the news, we listen to negative people, we can be primed in a negative way. Or we can counteract that and get off the news and listen to somebody that you find helpful, inspiring, motivating and happy every day. Every day, I do it. I listen to people all the time on social media. Only people that I find bring me up. If there is one person on my social media that I find negative or that brings me down, it'll bring me down. So I really work hard at making sure that I'm kind of shielded from negative people as much as I can and that that sounds like a low expectation I go one higher than that and listen to somebody that makes me feel good and happy and um, I've roped my husband into this too you know we both work on being more positive not the toxic positivity stuff where you can't moan and complain about your day because I have done that when I didn't know better and now that I know you can cry and be sad and 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 feel all the feelings you know, life has become so much better. However, we, both of us as a team now, focus on not kind of complaining or just the default being negative. And it works when you have your whole family with you into it. Um, Spend time every day building yourself up, looking in the mirror, telling yourself you love yourself. If you find yourself like grabbing at your stomach and telling yourself you're fat change it to you're holding your stomach and you're saying I'm so lucky to be alive I'm so healthy like spend time in the day focusing on how you can tell yourself you really love yourself speak to yourself kindly there can often be gray area when it's to do with us 
if you are unsure about how to talk to yourself, imagine yourself talking to the person you love most in the world, a child, a loved one, a parent, a family member, a friend, and talk to yourself how you would them. Another cliche that I just never used to buy into. And however, now I completely get it. Of course, it makes total sense. If you're really hard on yourself and you're wondering, am I being hard on myself? Surely I'm just keeping myself going. And you ask yourself, well, I'm not so sure now. You know that confusing, confusion phase? That means you're changing, by the way, when you're not sure how you're talking to yourself. That's a good thing. And you say, well, what would I say to a friend right now? And you'd be like, Jesus, I'd be telling her she's doing a fucking great job. Let herself off the hook. Yes, tell yourself that too. Um, understand that your hard on yourself thoughts are just thoughts. They're just fucking thoughts. They're not facts. If you walk around, if you're noticing how hard you are on yourself, they don't fucking mean anything. They're just thoughts. So it means that you haven't trained your brain quite yet to be kind and compassionate and good to yourself. You're just still stuck at the negative mindset. I promise you, I've been through it. It's just a switch. It takes time, but you are thinking one way and I'm encouraging you to think another way. That's all it is. Um, Look at how far you've come frequently. If you ever doubt yourself, look back at past achievements and what you've been through and tell yourself you're a resilient motherfucker. Um, Speak to yourself the way you would a child. I talked about that. Question everything you say to yourself. Yeah, I've done that. Um, If you feel like you've been lacking in guidance from people in your life or you may have grown up and you are not sure about how you've been kind of trained to think, then spend a month questioning everything. Well, do I really feel like that about myself? Is the, is the thought that I've just had true? And it's really, really powerful because you come to realise that a lot of the thoughts you're thinking are other people's thoughts and other people's shit that's been put on you and you don't actually fucking feel that way. So you can start to become this person with no shackles, this free person who has their own beliefs. And it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Affirmations are brilliant. I, I do them every day with clients and they're really cool. They do work. However, they don't work if, you, if you're watching for them to work. They just work over time. An example would be every day in every way I'm getting better and better. Or another one I love that is I believe in me. Or another one is I have the power to change my story. Uh, there's loads of them. You can make them up. Um, they're really cool. All is well right here, right now. Affirmations work. However, you need to say affirmations like six times in a row, once a day, and get on with your day. Whereas when I first started, I'd be saying them and be like, is there a change? <laughs> so you need to kind of just do that and let it go and just trust the process. Um, another thing that I love to do, I do it with myself, I do it with my clients, is plan, act, and review. So plan for your week. Really simple, don't undershoot it, like almost undershoot it if you're really busy. Don't say four workouts, say two. You know, don't say three walks, say two. And act then, take your action, do do the action on the planning on what you said you were going to do, take action and then review at the end of the week. And then um, in your review, you'll ask yourself what went well and what you want to improve on and then you'll set your action steps for next week. That sounds a lot more kind and compassionate than... Um, then just saying, oh, I'm not doing anything, I'm not doing anything right. Plan, act, review, simple. How did my week go? Did it go well? What do I want to improve on? Happy days. There's a lot I want to improve on. Brilliant. Let's do that. 
Um, and the last one, if you're really struggling, is to go to therapy. Go to therapy and talk things through with somebody who has no connection to your home that you feel in a safe space with. If there's things in your life that you're not over or you haven't been able to uh, process something, go and speak to somebody that is actually qualified, a psychotherapist, and uh, they'll get you on the right track. I hope you enjoyed this episode so much. I would love to hear from you if you did. And if you had the time, I could ask you a favour. It would be to review my podcast and share it with somebody who you think you might find help, who might find it help, who may find it helpful. Thank you so much and have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and you must let me know by getting in touch. Don't forget you can head on over to jessicacook.ie where you'll find lots of free stuff to get you started on your journey.